Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst for Money and Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. Remember, if you do have any comments, questions, or stocks you'd like us to uh, analyze, just make sure you email us at thebullandthebear at moneyandmarkets.com. Uh, I can tell you that we love the amount of feedback that we get on a regular basis for all of our videos, whether it's our week ahead video, the podcast, or even our marijuana market update that we do every week. Uh, we love getting that. But let me jump right into uh, what I want to talk to you about today. Um, you know, we all know the coronavirus has, has dominated headlines since the first of the year. But in the last week, it's really surged back into the limelight after President Donald Trump tested positive for the virus uh, just days after the presidential debate. Uh, it's pushed the discussion back into when we might see a vaccine. Perhaps more important to investors would be who will be first. Uh, the belief is that if you're first to the market, uh, then it's yours for the taking. Uh, we're dealing with a very complex virus here that's killed hundreds of thousands around the world. And it's quite possible that more than one drug from more than one company or conglomerate will come to the market with several with several other companies helping in development. So it's not just going to be one company winning the battle. It's probably going to be a matter of several. And I've had this thought in the back of my mind uh, about that, uh, you know, about whether every company involved in developing a vaccine, and some suggest there's as many as 29, uh, will profit from a release of it. Now, we've seen since May that even the slightest news about a vaccine development triggers massive stock movements. Take, for example, Moderna Incorporated, trades on the New York Stock Exchange under MRNA. They released information about testing a vaccine back in May, and its market cap rose by nearly $5 billion in one day. The same day that the news came out, its market cap grew that much. A day later, the market cap dropped by $2 billion. So you see it went up big, and then it came right back down uh, just on news of a headline. Now, uh, according to you know Barron's S and P, uh, according to Barron's the S the S and P 500 biotech ETF suffered the same roller coaster ride. It was up 2.9 percent when Moderna's news broke, and then it fell 2.9 percent the very next day. The same story has played out uh, several times over the last five months with different companies. And rest assured, there's going to be a vaccine at some point, uh, and the vaccine for that mar and the market for that vaccine rather will be rather huge. Evercore ISI pharma analyst Josh Schrimmer uh, looked at placing a valuation on the, on the coronavirus vaccine market and came out with some pretty interesting statistics. In an August note, he said the total market for coronavirus vaccines would be valued around $100 billion in sales and $40 billion in post-tax profits. He surmised that Moderna would likely supply about 40% of the market with Novavax taking 20% and remaining developers would split the remaining 40%. So if you take 29 developers, that's a big, uh, a big number to split a small uh, piece of that pie out of. Now, it's all based on the estimation that each, each dose would cost about $35 with a 50% profit margin to the company, along with a 20% tax rate. But the government contract with Moderna that they uh, reached uh, earlier this year is for about a million and a half doses uh, with a contract value of $1.5 billion, making the cost per dose right around $25. However, it really doesn't matter a whole lot in terms of what I wanna talk about today. I'm gonna to give you the one coronavirus vaccine stock that you should avoid at all costs. And the reason isn't because of vaccine quality or value, but rather the stock itself. 
It's a company we see is significantly underperforming the market over the next year. And in fact, it's a stock you might want to consider shorting to capitalize on negative price returns. This is a major healthcare company that engages in research and development of pharmaceutical medicines, vaccines, and consumer healthcare products. It's got a market cap of around 93 to $94 billion. And it's a stock that's been trading sideways or even down since May at times when other stocks were actually finding new highs. The company is partnering with French drug maker Sanofi SI, which trades on the, on the NASDAQ as SNY, to create a vaccine candidate. The company I'm talking about is GlaxoSmithKline PLC. It trades on the New York Stock Exchange under GSK. It's a British pharmaceutical company that made a big name for itself in, with HIV therapy. Now, looking at the stock chart, you can see that the company hit a low of about, uh, about 31.13 per share back in March of 2020. Since then, however, it's only gained about 18% and is actually starting to lose ground. Its, traded side, its, its sideways trading is a pretty big concern. and It appears to be testing a high of around $41 a share, but it's failed to break out past that, even given the bumps pharmaceutical companies have, have gotten on any number of vaccine news, because typically it's not just one vaccine stock that will jump when a vaccine, you know, when vaccine news breaks, but a myriad of them will actually see a bit of a bump because investors are anxiously trying to pile in to see, uh, to, to catch that hype. And GlaxoSmithKline hasn't really seen that. If we want to further reinforce, you know, that belief, I look at Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell's uh, six-factor green zone rating system. And if you look at that overall, GlaxoSmithKline rates an eight making it a very high-risk stock for investors. It ranks a one on value, just a one, which means 99% of all other stocks that we rate are actually better. It trades nearly twice the industry average in its price-to-book value. Stocks with higher valuations do tend to produce weak or even negative forward returns. Uh, GSK ranks a four on quality, just a four, meaning it's exposed to high operational and financial risk compared to those stocks with a higher score on quality. The company also ranks a four on size. It's a big company. It's got a market cap of more than $93 billion. Very large companies, as we know, have a tendency to really lag the returns of otherwise equally rated smaller companies. GlaxoSmithKline is also a very low growth company, rating a 17 on a growth factor. Low growth companies will typically underperform the market, which we've seen since June with this particular stock. While GSK has partnered with a really solid French company like Sanofi, and Sanofi is really good, it actually ranks as a possible buy in our six-factor ranking system. Uh, you know, its quality, value, and growth prospects suggest it will underperform the rest of the market over the next year. There's nothing to suggest the COVID-19 vaccine will do anything more than just pop the stock up temporarily, and that'd be followed by a possible decline. I suspect they'd be back down to the $40 range or even less. And with other companies' points to take greater share of the coronavirus vaccine market, it's not a big leap to think that GSK won't bounce that much if and when it brings a vaccine to market. So that's really all I have. I just want to reveal to you the one coronavirus vaccine stock that I think you should avoid at all costs. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Just head over to youtube.com, search for Money and Markets. We've got the, big, the green bull bear logo. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button down there if you're not already subscribed. And then there's a bell that pops up. You click that bell, you get notified each and every time we put out a new video. If you want to listen to The Bull and the Bear, you can also do that on your favorite podcast syndicator like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and even Amazon. Make sure you subscribe and get alerted every time a new podcast is released that way as well. Also, feel free to leave us a comment or a review on any of these platforms. We love your feedback. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, if you do have a comment or a question or a particular stock that you like or a sector you'd like us to look at, 
email us at the bull and the bear at moneyandmarkets.com. Well, we'll put the address down below. It's the bull and the bear at moneyandmarkets.com. We love that as well. Coming up on Friday, Money Market Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell will join me along with contributor Charles Sizemore. We'll dive into a couple stocks, let you know whether they're ones to buy or ones to stay away from. But until then, this is Money Markets Research Analyst Matt Clark, host of The Bull and the Bear, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 